Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. My name is Raven. I'm a singer-songwriter based in New York. Uh, the most recent project that I released is called The Things We've Done, The Love We Need. Uh, so this tra- this EP features two tracks, uh, the second of which is called Fuse, which I'm happy to talk with you about today. And yeah, um, fun fact, I guess, is that uh, I was previously doing music for about six years under the name Dove. And so this whole uh, change with doing music under the name Raven now, which is my first given name, you know, is a new chapter. So I'm excited to, you know, share, share, you know, what I've been experiencing and what I've been writing with you. All right. And today's episode of Soundscrub, we are going to be talking about Fuse by Raven. Um, I want to start with the lyrics of this song. What is this song about? And what inspired you to write it? Sure. Uh, so the song is about uh, my experience with seeking God. Uh, a lot of life changes uh, kind of culminated in 2019. And that's, you know, where that journey kind of kicked off. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the lyrics were a very kind of like dipping my toe in the water type way of expressing that I'm exploring this new terrain. And it really was a way for me to be um, honest about not just me seeking God, but also me uh, feeling maybe um, like uncertain or insecure, just unsure of this new terrain, Um, you know, praying and, and uh, having a more personal relationship with God that I hadn't experienced in my life. And I think another thing that you can kind of feel, it depends, I guess, but I feel it through the song is the vulnerability as well. I never sang about God in this way before. Mm -hmm. Um, So even that on a personal level was a challenge. You know, I'd been in the studio so many times, but this, this one was, um, you know, a new, a new experience for me and like a new challenge. So the lyrics kind of touch upon like seeking God and um, my vulnerabilities in the process. Wow. That's really interesting. Um, I don't know if you're comfortable answering this, but I want to know was what happened in your life to kind of, um, that made you like turn to God? Sure. Uh, so I, um, I had a more, I guess, casual approach. I don't say, mm, yeah, casual, I would say with God, you know, kind of like a, yes, I acknowledge God. I know God's real. Um, but in terms of how I lived, I wasn't really measuring that up with what I believed. So Mm -hmm. there was like a lack of harmony in that space Mm -hmm. where what I believed didn't necessarily match how I lived. Right. And, you know, we go through things, um, you know, I was dealing with, you know, I, I consider myself a pretty happy person too. So it's Mm -hmm. not like a, I was in a, like a hole and I just, I needed something to pull me out in that like 
extreme, but there were pockets of that in my life where one of which, um, was, you know, on a personal level, um, uh, friendships, Mm -hmm. I had this thing that I would just find myself in toxic friendships yeah, and, um, I would kind of be, it, it drove me into a, um, isolation and that was something that I nurtured instead of, you know, tackling. Cause I thought like, okay, I guess this is just how it is. You know, you're not always going to connect with people or you're not always going to feel understood or et cetera, et cetera. So even when I wrote my music, a lot of things that I did, they, they had, they had an element of isolation to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that started to bother me more. Yeah. Um, uh, the toxic friendships started to bubble up more. Like all these things that I had planted were starting to, like rear their heads at me and I was like what is going on you know and um when it came to music too I also felt stuck uh I had just moved to New York City uh uh starting top of end of 2018 top of 2019 and I was doing music under the name Dove Mm -hmm. and you know I had done a number of like cool things but the 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 purpose was huge for me and that's what kept me going that's what kept me you know if I had work and then I had to hop on the train and then go to the studio for four hours and then get back on the train and go home to wake up early to go to work it was fine I I I felt like I was aligned with my purpose Mm -hmm. and my intent was there but again like I had this theme of my actions not always matching up with what I believe and uh the, I felt like I hit a ceiling yeah. and I, I just, I said, I need to, something's going on. I don't fully understand it. And I stopped making, I stopped making music for a year. I didn't release a new song all of 2019. I said, something's going on with me spiritually that I really need to deal with. Yeah. I don't fully understand what it is, but I know that it's something. And I know like I try to, my music is that outlet. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like something's going on with that outlet, I need to, you know, with with my source like me making this music i want to make sure i'm giving music to people from like a loving place and if something's going on with me i, I want to do the diligence and take that break not only just for other people but for myself so it was a year of taking a good good hard look at myself um in 2019 but um yeah those were the things toxic friendships yeah. um feeling stuck with my music and my purpose, my actions not aligning with my beliefs and my health. Um, I had, uh, consistently through my life, I would have like skin issues and, and feel tired. Um, and I just thought that was, Oh, I guess I'm just a tired person who has breakouts. <laughs> you know, you kind of just, unfortunately, sometimes you get coached into learning to live with things that you don't have to. Right. And that was me. And, um, my health like took a, took another turn for the worse. And I said, something's going on. That's like, I'm not, I'm missing the point on something here. So that's kind of what kind of kicked off. That's what kicked off this, uh, wow. this journey. Well, thank you for sharing. And thank you for opening up about that. Not sure. many people are, um, are that open. So yeah, I was just very interested to learn about that sure, for you. you. Um, yeah. Now getting back to Fuse, I this production is insane. It's very fresh. Um it's yeah, it's new, it's fresh, not really something that you hear. Tell me about the production as far as 
Uh, did you know like the musical direction that you wanted to go with the song right off the bat? Uh, I, um, it's funny. So yes and no. Um, the, I produced this song. So I lived in Korea for um, a year back in 20, 2017, 2018. Oh, cool. And that's when I started producing or learning to produce mm-hmm. because I had worked on a project and I had collaborated with about, uh, I think maybe seven different producers and just being in a different country where, you know, the language is Korean, the language barrier, and also just in general, even in English, it's a challenge to communicate ideas you have in your head to another person and have it come out the way that you're imagining. So I learned like, you know, there's a lot of challenges that come with trying to like port out ideas you have in your head to a producer. And um, it's a collaboration as well. So there's compromise there. Maybe they like something that you're like, you know, I like it too, but it may not be something that you love, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's a creative collaborative effort. So it's not about you just getting everything that you want all the time. So in terms of exercising full creative freedom, I don't think for me, I was noticing the limitations with that when I'm working with another person in general. And um, on a more like practical level too, I was starting to feel frustrated that every time I wanted to release a song, I had to wait on somebody else or find a beat from someone else or reach out to someone else. So I said, let me try my hand at this. The first time it was a flop. (laughs) I couldn't, I felt like I was just pressing buttons Mm -hmm. and I said, I don't know what this is. (laughs) Like, I don't think it's working. And, um, but more as time went on, I started to feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. I use, uh, I use logic to produce and that's the same program I record in. So that, you know, felt like an easier transition and fuse. I made actually the beat I made, um, the, the foundation of it I made in Korea or like two years ago. And I had a different uh, draft for it lyrically. Uh, so I kind of was just going through my archives of, beats that I had started but didn't finish and this particular song I liked because it was uh it was a combination of two songs and I like the beat switch idea Mm -hmm. and uh so I like that the first half of the song has a different beat than the second half oh yeah and um that was yeah that was something that I didn't really know because I'm so new at producing my approach wasn't like, oh, I know the sound that I want to make. Mm-hmm. It's more like what's going to come out mm-hmm. and whatever comes out, that's what I'll write on. So that's kind of funny because I would, I would joke like to myself, like it'd be so funny if someone tried to hire me as a producer because they'll be like, <laughs> try to make this particular type of genre. And I said like, I do not know how to do that, <laughs> but I'm just going to hope that that's what comes out. <laughs> yeah, no, I... <laughs> I really enjoyed this. Um, I really enjoyed the switch at the end, too. Um, I was like, I had no idea that it would even go in that direction, but it's really cool. Um, You said that you wrote the lyrics a while ago, right? But while you were in Korea? Was that right? I wrote the the, the, the track. Yeah, the track. I was completing it and putting that together. And then the lyrics, I, those were more recent, like a recent reflection of what I was going through at the time. Gotcha. So the beat older than the lyrics. Gotcha. Okay. Well, really, that yeah, it's really, really cool. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I want to know 
about your process with recording. So because you're doing everything yourself. So is there someone that you kind of like lean on if you ever get in a rut? Or what do you do when that comes about? For the... um for the writing? Um, for both. Producing? And maybe just even for this particular song. Like, did you ever hit like a roadblock and just like had to reach out to someone else for advice? Um, I would, you know, what's funny that that touches back to what I had mentioned before about the isolation mm. that I was realizing was a problem. I did a lot of stuff alone. Mm. Uh, and on one hand, I thought it was good because it was self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it was not great because I still had that yearning for a community or connection with other people. Right. Uh, for this, I feel I, I really don't remember. Um, I might have sent it to someone, uh, but it wasn't as um, it wasn't as in depth as. Uh, hey, do you like the drums on this or? Do you like this, you know, particular effect? I didn't really look for other people's input on the creative development of the track. What I would reach out for in general um, would be for, um, I guess, sometimes I would ask, is something missing? Like, I just like Mm -hmm. the very, like, because, you know, it's also just a feeling. So I don't think, and and everyone that listens to music isn't an engineer or most people aren't. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you're so used to listening to certain types of music, you can kind of just feel that, oh, maybe it doesn't sound as full or it doesn't sound like it's finished. Maybe just like inside like that is helpful. I think I might have asked for that. I really don't remember. Um, But more of my questions are when I'm working with the engineer. Sometimes I'll be like, do you like how this sounds or... Um, when they're mixing it, uh, when the person's mixing it, asking if they can bring out volume on stuff or turn down stuff on that. Uh, but other than that, it was a pretty lyrics were very like kind of close to the vest. So mm-hmm. that was just me on that end as well. Was there, um, with that turning point in the track itself, was there an intentional purpose changing the beat um or was it more of just like a an emotional like feel are you asking if I didn't know how to make a three-minute song yet oh Oh, is that what happened (laughs) like put it together Um, (laughs) no um I liked um well I guess yes there's partial truth to that I didn't have um (laughs) I didn't have um I didn't feel uh like obligated to follow a uh like a traditional um composition like Mm -hmm. here's the first verse here's a chorus here's a bridge here you know I didn't feel compelled to do that again like I was saying it's funny because when I'm producing something I'm really just flowing with it right and um the beat switch though I really liked because I um I wanted it to have uh texture and I think a song a song by itself has tech can have texture but I also wanted to be realistic about where I was at and so Mm -hmm. I said okay how can you make something that's great but also acknowledging like what your capabilities are right now Mm -hmm. and you know someone who's a very experienced 
uh, producer may be able to add like, oh, like, you know, tweak this and EQ this and add this and know all these layers to put in one song. Um, but at this time, I wasn't thinking about making a song super thick in that way. I wanted mm -hmm. it to just be interesting and have like a texture that, um, you know, reflected, uh, you know, being in one state or having one thought and kind of being in another state and that could, you know, come out creatively or lyrically. Uh, but I just, you know, it was, it was me just doing things. Like I had like a, when, a, um, the song, I, I, I don't know the timestamp, but there's a part where the song does this like, shh, like TV noise kind of thing. And it, um, get goes quiet and it gets a little louder and then the glass break happens. That was my first time ever doing automation, which is what that's called. Learn that. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of me also do things for the first time. Mm -hmm. So I think that definitely played a role in how the song came out. But I really do like that idea. And mm -hmm. especially for the EP, I think Pieces is one of those songs that's thick. The first song mm -hmm. on the EP, it's thick from its production from start to finish. So mm -hmm. I like that this song felt like... Um, Two songs, two two mini songs in one. Right. Yeah. And nice. Kind of break it up. Yeah. Well, I want to know what your favorite lyric line is in the song. Oh man. Um, so you came fully prepared, opening up your lyric doc. <laughs> right. So <laughs> let's see. Let's put let's put me on the spot. Um, uh, it's a really good question. Um, yeah, it gets people every time. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that just me? Um, let me see. I'll point out like two. So the, the first part is talking about, um, I don't, I don't want it to just, you know, be another weekend, um, running in circles until it's Monday. And Ooh. that highlights where I'm at, mm -hmm. where you're living and life is, you know, life is doing its thing. It's being life. And you're, you, the, the, I don't want to say meaninglessness, but just the, the futility of everyday life kind of starts to creep on you. Like, am I really here to just scrape by and pay my bills and just be so unfulfilled by my week. I just look forward to, you know, going out and drinking on the weekend just to rinse and repeat. Uh, so I think that's what that lyric is a nod to. Mm -hmm. And to contrast that when I say, uh, God, sometimes when I pray to you nervous and impatient, I also wanted it to be honest and I remember watching, um, watching something and the person mentioned some of us pray, but we're really just, we call it praying, but we're really just worrying out loud. And um, that, you know, ties back into how what I believe wasn't matching up with my actions. Like if you say you have faith in something, but you're always worrying that nothing's going to work out, mm -hmm. you don't really have faith now, do you? So that was kind of a highlight of where I was because I would, you know, pray to God, but I'm um, asking for 
help or answers, insight, guidance, you know, forgiveness, et cetera. And um, I would be nervous that I'm still going to, you know, things are still going to fall short. Mm -hmm. Uh, even, even knowing in my life, there were so many things that, you know, God's protecting me from that I didn't even know. Um, so that was those two, I think existing in the same song. I I like, I like that that those two concepts or ideas or where I was exist in that same song. Cause that's what I was living, you know, still figuring it out, still navigating. Right. Nice. Well, I want to know also what your favorite production element is uh for let's see the production element i like bass mm-hmm. i have to i it's it's interesting because the 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 way i'm making music now it's it, it i feel like it's not as concentrated on bass anymore mm-hmm. um but for this song i really like that glass break mm-hmm. i was just like man that's so nifty like that's so cool <laughs> That's my favorite part. Um, nice. Trying to trying to put like uh, scenic or cinematic noises in the song. I, I always found like cinematic music was just so powerful, you know. And and that's another contrast um, with with how things are. There's just so many platforms, and music is so accessible now. There's this mm-hmm. super saturated environment where there's just you know thousands and thousands of new songs every day. And, um, the, the thing that I, I like is, you know, when you can listen to a song and it's not, or even just making a song, not treating it as disposable, despite the climate that we're in trying to make something that, um, you know, or aiming to make something that's, uh, I don't want to say timeless, but just something that, you know, where effort went into it, time went into it care went into it, love went into it. And, um, I think playing around with, um, like different textures, like sounds, um, effects, noises that can be cool, not necessary all the time, but for this particular track, I was really excited about the, the glass breaking noise. So that was my favorite production part of that song. Awesome. Wait, I actually wanted to know, uh, why did you change your name? Ah, so great question. Um, I was performing, yeah, so I was performing under Dove for about six years. And Dove was kind of like a play on my name, my last name, and then also Dove, like the bird. And Mm -hmm. that was also funny for like people who actually knew me. Um, My name is Raven, which is name. Um, so yeah, the change to Raven was just, um, I think they were like, as I'm going through the self, you know, reflection year of just calling myself out on things and trying to look into what's going on. Um, I had to admit that there was an element of dove that again, back to that isolation thing, there was an element of hiding behind a name where you didn't have to fully let people in. Um, you know, even just introducing, like I would introduce myself as Dove and there was a certain comfort I took in people just not really knowing who I am because I, I had felt, you know, I had felt, um, like, you know, that isolation was kind of the undertone for my life. And I would maybe connect with some people, 
but I could bank on mostly not. And Dove was like a healthy way or not healthy, but it was a way in my head to be on stages and meeting people that I never met before and going into crowds and going into clubs and, and, you know, interviews and just being around me being more um, like keeping to myself, but being Mm -hmm. in a profession or doing something that requires a lot of like extrovert activity. And it was like, it was a buffer, you know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Dove, but you don't know Raven and I can rest in that. And uh, the change to Raven was to signify that, you know, it was two main purposes. Uh, The first being um, to make it known that I'm not making music as Dove anymore Mm -hmm. and my motivations and my purpose are different or Mm -hmm. and my intent is, is different or whatever inconsistencies there are with like Dove, what Dove was doing and what I believed versus what I was doing, I'm cleaning that up with Raven. Like, I'm, my purpose is to glorify God with my music, you know, inspire people to seek a relationship with God. I feel like from the peace and stuff that I've experienced knowing what I went through, I feel like obligated to share it, to help whoever I may share, even if it's one person. And, and um, the second, it's that's me. And I want to be honest yeah. about that and not... Um, use any other name to hide behind a character or, or, you know, minimize my personality or who I am. I want it to be like an honest, you know, delivery of this music, both yeah. for myself and, you know, for other people who come across it. So those are the two key reasons of the name change back to my real name. So not really change. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, can you tell the audience where they can find you on social media and where they can download and stream Fuse? Yeah, sure. Uh, So uh, again, my name is Raven. Uh, So my social media is limited to Instagram and YouTube. Uh, So if you search Raven, it will pop up. Uh, Instagram is uh, at Raven underscore. Uh, YouTube is just Raven, R-A-V-A-H-N. I'm available on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, uh, all all the music platforms, Amazon, Google Play. So click away at your service of choice, streaming service of choice. I'll be there. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Oh, gosh. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. This just to be another weekend Now we're running in these circles till it's Monday And we're often looking forward to the weekend No, no, no I don't want this just to be another weekend Now we're running in these circles, no control over that
To download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening.